Hello everybody, it's Mr. Red, and I just wanted to talk to you a little bit today about the show. Today we've got Elvie with us, but we have heard her before from episode one. She was Vixie the Fox Witch, but she's changed her name to Elvie, so we're just going to go with that. Today we're doing near-death experiences, and I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be pretty good. I just want to talk to you about the show more widely. I'm not choosing to run any ads whatsoever. I don't really care about money. I think you should be able to talk about or listen to the things that you want to hear and things you would expect to hear in everyday conversation in a way that's not, hopefully not over broadcast or overproduced, in a way that makes you feel that you can just listen to a conversation and just be involved in it as if it's an everyday thing. Thank you for choosing to listen to us. This is Drive Me To Your Leader. I hope you have a great time for the next, I think, 50 minutes. Thank you very much. This is Drive Me To Your Leader with Mr. Red, and in this podcast we hope to bring to you discussion, argument, and maybe just some fun on the way through. Today we are here with Elvie. Hello. And we're going to talk about near-death experiences. Are you ready to, to do that? Never ready. No? Always ready. <laughs> yeah. Have you had a near-death experience before? Yes. I had to leave my flat. Almost died inside. It's really edgy. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> um, seriously, I suppose I would say, I don't know if, it, if I would call it a near death, maybe like an almost could have been death experience. Right. Okay. I was sat on a table. Yeah. Like a really high table. And I did, I was a teenager, so bear this in mind, I did some substances. Right. And I fell off the table, like full on smack, head, ground. And it was really weird because I felt like I was floating mm-hmm. and going through like a tunnel. And I heard a voice go, do you want to die? Like, it was like really mad at me. And I was like, mm, I don't know. No. And then I woke up right. and I had a nosebleed all over the floor. So what do you think that voice was then? I don't know. That's, that's, that's what gets me. I don't know. It's not a voice I recognise. So you think it was something outside of yourself? Yeah. Right. It's like that I've like not a voice of anyone I'd heard before. Mm, I don't know. I I think it's another difficult one, I think, because there's obviously never any evidence that backs this stuff up. But 
I don't think you can discount people's experiences. Mm. That's what makes it complicated, isn't it? The thing was as well, no one was in the house. Mm. It was just me. Everyone was at work. So, and someone was at school. And it, it still, yeah, it still gets me to stay because I was very, I'm very skeptical about it, but I can't explain it. No. Like, could it have been a ghost? Probably not. No. But what was it if it's not a voice I heard before? The TV wasn't on, wasn't listening to any music. Well, why couldn't it be in your own brain? Because usually when you, hear, when you hear like talking, when you t- hear talking in your brain, when you think about that stuff, it's usually your own voice. Mm. Well, no, not necessarily. I mean, have you never, uh, just make me sound crazy now. Have you <laughs> never, you know, done someone else's voice in your own head? In a mocking tone, yes. Mm. Well, well, you know, you hear me out. But it still, it still sounds like me just putting on a voice. It's <laughs> a really ridiculous image. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, but have you never been? Because I can do this thing, and I don't know if it's just me, where I can. I don't want to say record someone else's voice, and I can sort of play it back in my own head. Can you? Okay. you, you know? No. No, I, I, I don't. mean, I can do that. Right, if I go quiet, it's because I'm attempting it now. Okay, right, we'll, we'll wait. See, so I'm trying to do someone I know very well's voice in my head, but it still sounds like me putting on their voice. It doesn't sound 100% like them in my head. Yeah, but I can do it. Like, if I can get a bit... Of, so, um, I don't know who I could recreate, really. Um, so, for example, if you've seen, you've seen the Harry Potter movies, you know mm-hmm. um, Moody... He's got a very sort of voice that you'd be able to recreate because it's very sort of, or Snape or someone like that. Yeah, but it's not I can always... recreate, I can just record it and play See, it to me, it's not always exactly how they sound in my head. It's not exactly, there's sight off about it when I do it. Like I'm trying right. to do the Dumbledore, like, Harry, did you put your name in the fire? Yeah, but it I always g- comes out like really weird in my, like sight's off. No, I mean, no, but if I can say it out loud, fine. Right, I'm not saying I could impersonate someone because that's hard to do. Mm. I can do some people, but I'm not going to do it now because <laughs> <laughs> everyone will be listening. But I can replay it in my head like it's them doing it. <clears throat> maybe it's just a me thing, or maybe it's just a you thing. This is a thing we don't know. Well, there's also those people that can't picture things in their mind; they only see words. I don't know how that works. Yeah, yeah, that's that's science. Because I've tried, the thing is, I naturally do it in pictures, mm-hmm. but if I'm really concentrating, it turns into words, but I can't do both. I can do both at the same time, but it's really hard for me to do. I have to really sort of focus on that. Me, I don't focus. I have to literally just zen out and then I create a whole movie in my head that I'm living. <laughs> I guess it's the same thing. Maybe yours is more of an imagery, visual rather than I just audio. let it take me, you know, I, I create the greatest <laughs> movies of all time. I don't need TV. Right. I just zone out. I've got a great <laughs> show going on. It's a very inexpensive existence. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where true happiness lies. Well, that's what, yeah, that's kind of the last episode, I guess. But yeah. um, I don't know. I think a voice like that is, it's just going to be your own brain, surely. It's just, well, if it's my own brain, my own brain sucks because it wasn't a very interesting <laughs> voice. Well, what makes you think that it was anything else rather than that then? 
it's just it's like I've never for me like it's everything we do we take it out of sight we've seen before we've watched before it all relies on memories and connections mm. and so to hear sight that I've never heard before a voice that I've never heard before is what makes me question it yeah mm. I guess I'm just trying to work out what your motivation is for I guess that's unfair because it could just be like an instinct that you're picking up, but it's something outside of yourself. But it is also, is it a case of that you've not been in that kind of danger before that? Oh, I have oh. at that point. What, in the same sort of near death kind of way, I guess is what I'm trying I, to say. I, I suppose you could, could you know? say that. The other time I ended up in hospital. So no. I can imagine <laughs> I'd say yes. Yeah. But I didn't have an experience like that one before. This one's just a single, this single time. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you get people, don't you, who see a white light, or I guess they could see other things, but the most common one is a white light. And the question is, well, what is that then? I mean, but let's be honest, that doesn't necessarily mean, you know, you're going into another portal or something or something like that. Mm. It could really just be like you're whiting out because you're dying and your vision's starting to fade out. You know, kind yeah. of like they do in the, in the jet planes and stuff like that, when the blood starts to rush around the body. Mm. You know? Yeah. It's just, it's a bit weird, because, yeah, it is experiences, and also, it's not scientifically proven. No. Obviously, so you can But it's not disproven, in a but way. But it's either. not disproven. <clears throat> but also... What's to stop this experience just being because I hit my head? So my brain is misfiring in a way that causes this experience. That's one of the things I do wonder about it. So you don't think it's anybody else? I mean, thing is, when you get a question like, do you want to die? What do you think? Like, if you, let's say it's not you for a moment, who would you say that would be? Is that kind of like, you know, like, is that the devil? Do you want to die? Do you want to come down with me? <laughs> well, you know, like... <laughs> Mate, I would have been like, yeah, let's go. Burning in hell for all eternity. Woo. At least it's warm. It's freezing. There's a picture, isn't there, of that guy who's got the coffee and it's like, at least in hell my coffee won't get cold. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that. Maybe it was just... um do you think you slammed your brain into like a new dimension? <laughs> no, <laughs> that would have been epic if I did. Well, no. you know, there's not, there's some, you know, sort of space for a dimensional. Well, there is a lot of space for dimensional spaces to exist, you know, mm. scientifically. So, have you ever heard of the ten-dimensional theory? No. Well, I'd explain it, but I would really ruin it. Maybe I'll try. <laughs> go on, go on. Do, do okay. like a brief, a, a bridged, a bridged explanation. It's going to have to be because I won't remember it. <laughs> to be perfectly honest, I'm going to. When I get past a sixth, I'm going to start struggling. That's okay, say, okay. Right? So the first is a is like a straight line. Two mm-hmm. D is obviously you know two lines over each other, drawing out on a page. Yeah. Three D is is how we see things essentially. And then 4D is time layered into that. And then 5D is all of that, but all the different choices that could be made and different timelines from that, you know, things that you're perceiving. And then sixth is my understanding of it. The ex- the example of that is 
we never existed because something else happened and it's entirely different rules of, of the galaxy or the universe. Yeah, it gets a little bit more complicated because okay. obviously the timeline's gone so far away that you could never exist in the first place, right? Yeah. And the seventh is where it gets even more complicated. I can never remember it past the sixth. Um, and it just keeps expanding out and expanding out. And you get to the ninth and it's pretty much all the information everywhere. And then the tenth is just like one point and you can't think of anything else beyond that because you thought of everything. So there's not like unknown scientific theory, I wouldn't say a theory, or explanations of what things possibly could be. You know, and how that helps anything, <laughs> I don't know. But it's always good to know these things. You can't see it, but I've just stared off into the distance. Yeah. I've actually travelled into a new dimension just listening to that. Yeah, you've got a point. There's still time for things to be scientifically discovered. Yeah. We haven't discovered everything. So do you think it's true when people say they were having like they're going to like this place, this portal, they've hit this white light, that's what they saw as they're about to die and they're seeing their life back? I believe them seeing their life back. Because I feel mm. like we do that thing where we flash back and it's I, it's your brain just going through everything. I do that normally, like in a flash. Time. <laughs> <laughs> you have a nervous wreck. <laughs> you open up the door, your life flashes before your eyes. <laughs> I don't think that's a portal, though. To me, that's just your brain being like, oh, shit. All right, back it up. Let's go through. You know, like those TV shows is like, you're probably wondering how I got here. <laughs> <laughs> Just reminds me of Robot Chicken with the Emperor, the Star Wars one, when he's uh, falling down there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, well, what do you think of out-of-body experiences? Because they're tied a lot to around look, I'm going to come clean. I've never had any of these, ever, to be perfectly honest with you. I'm, like, when it comes to this stuff, I must be really boring because I don't... I, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Like, I just get on with it. It doesn't happen to me. This is why I'm, I'm always interested in it, but it doesn't ever seem to happen to me. I've tried. I haven't had an out-of-body experience, like an actual out-of-body experience, but I believe there is real... They're real, but not in the way people think they are. What do you mean? So people... I reckon astral projection's real. It's your brain, I reckon. It's just... It's lost its schema of where your body is. So, so you, you start don't think imagining. That you're, you're going into another. No, realm no. Of I reckon it's something to do with your brain just being like, oh, I'm in, I'm in floating in the northern lights, even though you're in bed. See, I don't think I could do that because I've never actually seen the northern lights. I'm just using it as an no, example. No, I know, I know, but I'm just trying to say that I don't know how I'd recreate it in my brain if I'd never seen it. But the thing is, you'd probably. I guess that's why I've never done it. You'd probably create. Something like you'd go and see the northern lights and it would be how your brain would imagine it would be. But when you actually go and look at places and the northern lights, it wouldn't match up. I mean, yeah, maybe, can... yeah. And well, also, it's probably true, actually. I feel like astral projection could have been easily proven as well because you would have to put someone who, set, who claims they can astral project on will. Yeah. And you'd hide objects in a certain place. Mm. Right? You wouldn't put it too. F- out of line maybe you'd get them to lay down and then put it in another room three objects and then mm. tell them to astral object and then tell them what the object is yeah that hasn't been done well I feel like that would be a good way to prove it or maybe it- I mean 
if I was making the argument for myself there and I was, I thought I was doing it, I'd probably turn around and say, well, I'm not interested in things and materials. I'm interested in going to other and worlds. And then you'd turn around and go, well, you're a bullshit fraud then. <laughs> because if you want to actually prove that well, you're no, this saying, master... I, just, I don't, I, I'm just saying, I, I don't, I'm interested in material world. I'm just <laughs> saying it's a good way to prove that it is existence. If you just do that simple test... Without any like external well, well, influences, well, I think the problem with this is you can constantly talk about, or the like. For example, if you gave me that test, I'd say, "Well, I can't do that test because I go to another world. That's how I do it. Then I'm not in this world when I go there." When yeah, I but there's that. people that claim that you can just go around. Oh well, no. Those people, test them. Do it. Put put an object, random, three out random objects in another room, and tell them what it was when they come back. I would just say, like, if you gave me, like, a tin of something, I'd go into the other room and then I'd say, oh, well, all the colours are wrong and, like, it's actually quite difficult to see. So it just looked like a like a rectangle. And yeah, and then that's when you're like, I put a dog bone tree out. <laughs> it's difficult to tell with my spiritual and senses. And you're like, I'm okay, seeing. bullshit. See, you see what I mean? I'm having a crisis I believe, <laughs> right now. <laughs> I believe it's real, but I don't believe it. you're actually travelling to different dimensions. You're actually go into different places it's all in your head yeah but like i say different dimensions do well i can't actually say they exactly exist but i'm not the only person that said that dimensions can exist and so for example the u.s government has come out and said that ufos do exist now it doesn't mean that there's they've seen aliens it just means there's things in the sky that they've not been able to explain even though they've investigated it many times over the years and that doesn't necessarily mean you know a ship from another place. It could just mean it was a, a dimensional space or, or it could be anything. It, it's anything because it's unidentified flying objects. So it could have just been a drone that they didn't manage to get. <laughs> Maybe, but apparently some of the ways they move doesn't... So, for example, if you fly a plane and then you stop dead that plane, let's say you're going at 150, you know, your airspeed's 150 knots, right? Mm. And then you stop at zero the inertia of the force just stopping dead like that would compress that entire plane and make it explode. That's inertia, right? Well, that actually sounds pretty metal. Yeah, no, but that's, <laughs> that's literally what happens. That, that is literally what happens. So apparently these things were going at really great speed and then just stopping, which anything that we can't create anything that would even be able to close to be able to mm. do that because you'd need not just inertial dampers, you need all kinds of shields to be able to stop. Well, you would just... It, you're, your body itself, maybe 150 is a bit of a low speed, but if you're going faster than that, your body would just become nothing. But it would just mm. compress on itself. It'd be awful, I'd imagine. So, you know, but the thing is, a lot of it, it's from eyewitness views from pilots. So it's difficult to really say, well, how much of it is true when you're in the sky and whatever. Mm. But I'm just saying, those things do exist. So there is space for this with some kind of evidence that these dimensional spaces could exist so uh i don't know i don't know but the problem is when people say they're doing this is when they're in they're in an extreme state and they're about to die so their brain and their minds all over the place but then you've still got to ask the question well what happens when you die then yeah because you can't just leave it there you know also, I was reading a study, actually, I found quite interesting how um, out-of-body experiences, which occur in near-death experience, yeah, um, 
is often linked to disorders like um, depression, schizophrenia, psychosis. Mm. Uh, all con- all conditions and disorders that have something to do with how the brain fires. Yeah. And there was a strong link in people that claimed they can astral project to that and those disorders. Is that why you stopped doing it, is it? I've just... <laughs> <laughs> right, right. That's it. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, seriously. Oh no, I can see the contempt coming from your face now. <laughs> what? I'm smiling at you. Oh yes, I I can see that. Yeah, look, look at my teeth. Non-threatening. Uh, <laughs> that's even more worrying, actually. To be honest. No, it's fine. It was funny. <laughs> Your point? Well, I'm just saying that, you know, uh, there's, there's obviously, you know, some, uh, I don't want to call it delusion. There's obviously people that have always claimed that they can do these certain things and time and time again, there's never any evidence that proves it. Yeah. You know. Which it could be easily proven if you do my method. Object, side, ask well, object. I, but then again, I said that with ghosts, but, you know. You didn't agree with me either, so... Ghosts are different. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> it's the same thing. Because if they were going to exist, they'd have to exist, what, presumably in these dimensional spaces, right? Where the energy could move differently. Uh, well, the ghosts are in different dimensional spaces, so that's... But you can't be. No. Okay. Because you're alive. But when you die, can when you, you die, move into that dimensional When you die, space? you go into there as a ghost. You get promoted in, in the pyramid. Of levels of dimensions. So why can't I do that when I don't die then and just do astral projection? Because your body is tied to the earthly realm. <sighs> we'll see about that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see about that. Um, I, don't, uh, I, I think you could you could disprove ghosts in the same way that this is the problem. And I, I think that... Mm. <laughs> Well, no, you've got to ask yourself what happens when you die. I think the, the real problem that we have is we're not able to explain what the mind is. So people always say, yeah. what are you? Oh, you're your brain. But your brain is a tool that your mind uses to exist in a way, I suppose. So you've got to ask yourself, well, what's the mind then? Don't, because I'm going to have existential crisis. And my, <laughs> my brain is just this, uh, my body, me as a person, I'm just this giant floating jellyfish in a meat suit. Oh, my God. Well, maybe you are. Well, maybe you're not a jellyfish. Well, I don't know. If you see the, like... The brain with all the nerves and that going down, you kind of look like the a jellyfish. It's like, a, oh man, that feels. Oh, we're metal. We're like aliens, man. Yeah. 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 When you think about it, really. Who what? am I? Am I just what's in here? Is this hand me? Or is this just a mecha I'm controlling? I don't know. Maybe it's both. <sighs> See. Oh, we've gone so off topic. I'm now like well, no, having an existential crisis. You know, I, I, I think it's a valid <laughs> question, isn't it? Because if you're going into this new place where you're, you know, you've had a near death experience, say, and you you feel like you're going into somewhere else, then mm. what is it that's going somewhere else if it's not your body, which includes your brain? Oh, I feel like your brain's just shutting down. Yeah. Yeah, your brain's just shutting down. So you don't think there's anything, any place that you go. No, I don't. I feel like Hang on that's a it. How can you say that ghosts are real? <laughs> this doesn't make sense. <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. I'm throwing you for a curveball. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Oh, is that how it... It sounds more like a contradiction. 
I would say. No, it's a test of your reflexes. Right. Russell, your mental reflexes. Yeah. I'm just testing you. <laughs> it sounds like it's a contradiction to me. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. No, personally, I'm just saying that. But for me, I like to think there's something else. But it's, again, something we can't know. And it bugs me. It mm. does. Well, I always take, I think people know what I'm like. I always take the, most of the time I take the, the view that you can be open-minded, but you can't make certain of anything. That's always mm. the problem that I have, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with that. It, it's good to keep an open mind. You don't want to be closed-minded about it. Mm. But at the same time, you can't prove it. Hmm. Just like you can prove astral projection, but, you know, that's beside the point. <laughs> I'm going to bring it back to the test. Three objects on the side. What are they? Tell me. Go, lay down, project. You want me to do it right now? No, not you. Oh. I mean, the, theoret the theoretical person. Because people make so much money of writing books like I am the master of astral projection. Hang on a minute, you gave me a book on astral projection. Yeah, because I ago. wanted to read into it because I wanted to see what they were saying about it. And but then you gave the book to me Yeah, and I... said you really need to le learn this. And I, I got a minute. Yeah, I gave it to you to learn. Doesn't mean I learned. I just read it and was like, <laughs> okay, cool, right, here you go. Have you had a change of mind? I read the book and decided it just seemed a bit too... A lot of time people wish-washy it too much, like, oh, I'm the master of astral projection in the fifth realm. I am a dream warrior. And it feels like a lot of fluff. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but let's say... Um, would you say that it has any value? So I think what I would say is... Uh, I think that it does have some value in the sense that... I think if you lay down and you, you're not just trying to meditate, you're trying to get deep within the core of your own sort of thoughts, yeah. I think. And th this, so, you know, I'll, I'll sort of tell you, um, I did it once and I don't mean that I was able to do it and I believed in it. What I meant was I, I tried to go somewhere else in my brain while I was laying down. I thought, well, let's try and do that because, you know, you can't really say anything on it unless you've actually tried to do it, mm. right? So I laid down and I found myself going to, I don't even know where it was. It was like a really sort of, it was a place that was just, it was dark. And I don't mean that in a sense of like a horror sense. I mean, it was just, there was hardly any light. Yeah. That's what it was. And there was four different separate sort of, I can only call it energy, if that makes sense. Okay. Distinct energy. Mm. And it was all different parts of the person that I was and some of it I was able to sort of communicate with and some of it I wasn't oh. and for various different reasons mm. and you know you're not going to turn around and say well that existed somewhere else because I didn't go anywhere right but even if you don't want to believe in the I don't know what the spiritual side of it I guess is what we'll say probably not the best time for it in terms of a mental experience to understand yourself, I think it was a really good technique to do. I think there's there's problems when people get a bit, you know, probably narcissistic about it and they say, I have powers. Yeah. You know, I am whatever, you know. You like, hear that like, a lot. And yeah, that's, it, the, that's the problem with it. Yeah, 100%. Oh, 
oh, oh, I've just remembered about this. I read a story about someone who said on Reddit about astral projection. And obviously, you take everything with a grain of salt that you read on there. Yeah. But it was actually pretty interesting what they thought the astral projection app. They said they laid there. They were on drugs. So every time I hear a story about astral I projection. Wasn't, so to be fair. Oh, okay. I wasn't. But, okay, that's but, um, fair. Yeah, yeah. And um, they said they floated out of their body and they were naked. Because it was I like they. I wasn't naked. You weren't naked. <laughs> no. Okay. Nice. To I guess know. I could have added that detail in the jazz it up a little bit. Actually, but... <laughs> I was very naked. He was. He was said he was naked. My and... clothes just flew off of me. <laughs> he said he actually just come out naked because it was. He said to him it was like his soul had left his body. Right. And um, he said he thought to himself, "I'm going to visit my friends." Mm. And this was in the middle of the night that it happened. Right. And when he went to see them, he said he could see them, but they were almost like weirdly robotic and twitchy and weird. And he reckons that he astral projected and saw his friends whilst they were dreaming, which is, and oh, it was, um, and yeah. it was a very interesting, yeah, it's interesting, interesting thought that it was like they were doing stuff but weren't aware, and it was very odd. Mm. And he was trying to like talk to them, and it was very like they're not there, but they're there. Mm. And it was very interesting. You know, the, the thing I pick up on there is the robotic bit doesn't to me sound like they're dreaming. It sounds more like he's recreating them, but he's not doing it very well. Mm. That That's also what could be an explanation. Like yeah. when you were saying earlier, you're not able to sort of play back like audio clips, if you like, in your brain of things that you've heard. Well, I can, but they're slightly off. That's what I'm saying. Right. It's, it's similar to that. I mean, I'm able to do it quite well, but there's other things that I'm not able to do quite so good. So, I mean, it, some you're better at other things than others, you know what I mean? Mm. So that's what that sounds like a little bit. That's what I mean. I think you can jazz it up and try and say that, uh, you know, I have powers and it was my soul and all that. And I, I didn't view it like that and I still don't view it like that no. I see it as a mental experience and that sounds like I'm re- I'm reducing it I'm not I just think that if there is somewhere else that you go you're not going to get there by you know telling yourself stories you know and spinning spinning a yarn as it were <laughs> spinning a yarn I am a dream warrior <laughs> you know just be real with yourself you know because I think that's far more interesting you know I said last episode the the story about jesus i said it's actually quite an interesting story if you take the supernatural elements out of it because it makes him a human character the biggest problem with that story is is that you know he's a god anyway so what's the point oh no jesus was the best con man out there oh well (laughs) i don't know if i'd go that far oh hell yeah it makes it even more interesting if you think of him as a con man (laughs) oh no yeah it makes me like Jesus half thinking of, of at, it. At least half of our viewers in the US have now turned off. <laughs> I'm just saying, oh, I'm fine. just saying, I really don't care it would make all. an excellent movie as Jesus as a con man. Come on, think of that fun. That'd be a fun story. Also, what constitutes magic back then? He could have been like, they all got water. You're going to get more hate mail than me. And I said a lot of things last show. 
mate. <laughs> so I said a bring lot it on. Of things. <laughs> bring on your hatred only fuels my excitement. Okay, that's great. Um, you really need that. <laughs> look, the, oh look, I'm gonna turn this water into wine. What's like what's the threshold of magic? It was like close your eyes, chucks it out, puts a bit of wine in. Whoa, open your eyes. And they're like, oh holy shit. You so know? You, you know, it's interesting, isn't it? Because I mm. think what you've done there is you've taken the cynical view of it. And this is the thing. I think people go one of two ways. I think some people say in the middle maybe, but when I look at things philosophically, mm. I get more optimistic. And I don't know why, because most people don't. I think a lot of people like take the cynical route and they don't, I was a con man, he'd made all this stuff up. But I said, actually, he just didn't do any of that. It was his friends after he died who basically couldn't bear the thought of him being executed like that, who recreated him as this... Mm. You know, like a more of an optimistic kind of view. No, is that, no. Is I love like the... Con- yeah, but my idea of him being a con man is from optimism. You know that a movie Ow. that had Leonardo DiCaprio, where it's like, He's catch me if you can, or I like... I love that movie, yeah. And you're rooting for him. Yeah, you're rooting for him going, come on, yay, <laughs> get through it. Yeah, but that's... That- I'm rooting for Jesus, mate. He conned his way up to being an icon. Yeah, but the thing is you can do that with anyone. That's the thing that we found out with, with video, isn't it, in film. If you film something from a certain perspective in that context, you can start rooting for the worst people in the world because you understand what's pulling them in that direction. Not always, because there's people out there who are just genuinely really not good people, they're really evil, you know what I mean? Mm. But most of the time you could you could do it you could pull it off at least make you feel hey, I'm not, sympathetic I'm right? not saying Jesus was bad I'm saying he's iconic right. imagine conning your way to being such an iconic person all these years later that people still so worship you so do you think he was able to astral project nah you don't actually no I reckon he probably did some like some drugs maybe I thought you were going to say some mad shit. <laughs> some mad shit. <laughs> um, he's probably done. He's probably done some drugs. You don't know. He might have had a bad mushroom. You know. Everyone just... always goes about mushrooms now. You know. And there's that thing, isn't there, when they're um, saying that you know, in our our ancestors ate mushrooms, and that's why our brains, you know, got bigger or whatever. And I've always because it started coming in the last few years, and I always thought it was weird because it was like, well, what happens when the animals eat them and they don't get any smarter? What makes us so special? Because you've got to ask that question, mm. right? I reckon they do get smarter. They just can't communicate like we can. You think they've got their own animal world where they conspire against us? Not conspire against us. They okay. just. I feel like animals. Well, are they lost. might do when they find out about the the meat factories. They might start. <laughs> to be fair, like have you not seen animal farm? <laughs> we know farm? what you're doing. <laughs> that chicken run. Um, Oh, we need, to have classic, a, we need to have a podcast episode just about what we think about intelligence of animals and conscious of animals. That's actually a really good that idea. That sounds like a good idea. That is episode. a really good idea. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're changing right now. No, no I'm no. kidding, kidding. No. I've thrown us so off topic, haven't I? No, no, I no, it's, so it's fine. No, no, it's fine. So near-death experiences. Let's somehow loop this back. No pressure. Do you reckon animals get <laughs> near-death experiences? In what context? Do you mean like at the abattoir door or like, I guess it's a bit late by that point. I don't think that they do. Because I know dolphins. Dolphins are extremely intelligent. Yeah, but what, but, can, I feel yeah like... but what can you do when you're basically a cone for a body? 
I mean, it's not. It's, it's like maybe I've they, got this brain, but what can I achieve? Maybe they like they. I can't get, even clap my hands. They can clap their fists. Do they? Yeah. I've never seen it. I've seen it. Oh right. I've seen I retract. That. Um, I officially retract. <laughs> <that>. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, they've they've had moments where they've puff puff past a puffer fish and maybe a loved one having a child. Maybe they have those. Do their memories flash before their Wait, eyes? Uh, in regards to dolphins? Yeah. Well, because they form strong bonds and attachments. Don't they rape other. people? Yeah, they also rape people. Well, but so do humans. <laughs> so they form and strong other bonds and attachments. But they will rape you. <laughs> They're also known for legit just bullying great white sharks and murdering them for funsies. Oh, they actually murder them. Yeah, they wow, can. Wow, that's quite an achievement, isn't it? Yeah, They're just they gang are. up on them. They gang up and basically bully great white sharks. Yeah, but to be fair, let's say you know you're in your house, right? And then this big, <laughs> this big, great looking, I don't know, land white shark appeared <laughs> with shoes on and was like, <laughs> came and was like, you know what? I'm going to eat you. I mean, you'd want to gang up on him as well, wouldn't you? Let's be honest. Well, great whites don't tend to eat dolphins, really, unless they're dead. They tend to. Yeah, but he's still breaking in your home. You know, you're not going to take that. The home either. is the fucking ocean. How big that is! I'm pretty sure you don't have dominion. Over. Well, you know, we don't know what goes on. <laughs> Actually, you know? and there we go. Yeah, exactly. But I do wonder. Maybe they have their life like flash before their eyes, and that the strong bonds, attachments. Stay but young. isn't it consciousness that makes that thing possible? So it's a question of how much of it they have, and mm. um, what even that is, I guess. But like, yeah, how much of it is they have? How much do you think that they have? I reckon they're a lot smarter than. What do you think? I think a lot of animals. You mean like it's like a hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy and they're going to start singing and evacuating the Earth before it explodes? Yeah. So or Star Trek with saving a whale and stuff. Oh, yeah, that's a great one. That was mm-hmm. as well, yeah. Yeah. But they weren't intelligent, though. They could just sing, couldn't they? Is that... I don't know. That movie didn't make a lot. It was great, but when you think about it, a giant probe from the other side of the galaxy is like, oh no, the humpbacks on Earth have stopped. What's, what are we going to do? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> this is a hell of a curveball, isn't it? <laughs> Anything to like cram that in there, you know? So It just makes you wonder who's listening to us now. Look at that idiot. You know, all those light years away trying to make a podcast. Fucking <laughs> 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 <Any> moron. <laughs> hey, welcome to 2023. Stop. <laughs> yeah. And we but, base 2023 on the on the birth of just, you know, someone you call a con man. And I tell you what, for a con, <laughs> for a con man to achieve a dating system is not bad going, to be fair. Mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Amazing. It makes no sense to the actual date and age of this world. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. You know? Who who the fuck cares? Who cares? cares? (laughs) This would have been great to have you on last week because, uh, well, it's Dr. Onan. And if anyone doesn't know this, he's come up with Dr. Onan because, oh, I dread to tell people this, but it means masturbator in like (laughs) Hebrew. And he thought it was funny, so he's come up with Dr. Onan. Based. <laughs> yeah, and he just, he's, it's a silent joke he has with himself. Uh, but, does he sit um, there going... <laughs> I hope not. He hasn't yet, anyway. But he was very much going about money and all the rest of it, and I think you'd have been on my side where I'm like, yeah, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. None of that. It, who cares? <laughs> Do you know what? <laughs> just kick it down. We could sum up a lot of life's questions by just who cares? Exactly. Exactly. 
you need to gang up against them. That's what we need to do. We need to organise that. Yeah. Because I'm not gang, having it. Just gang up it. Who who cares? There was one bit where I was talking about um, the Jesus going to turn the tables in the temple. And I said, it's not the fact that, you know, they were gambling inside. It's the fact that they were having a good time in there. And he wasn't having it. He had yeah. to go in there and he had to just... You know, they had to make over. an entrance. Iconic. <laughs> yes. How dare you? <laughs> but was, his disciples were just going, yes, slave <laughs> Jesus. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> so we've learned a lot about near-death experience so far. Oh, God. <laughs> well, we have boiled it down with the dolphin talk. It's to do with consciousness. That's true. We did, and we did reach that mm. point. Indirectly, but we did agree <laughs> that there would have. We agreed that they would have to have a conscience. <laughs> co- uh, conscience. Consciousness. Consci- well, hopefully that too. But I don't think like they do. They, they rape no, people and they kill. Yeah, that's uh, and people go swimming with them. What if they turn on you? Like that guy. Oh, you know? don't, don't, because I heard a story a while back of a woman that fell had a dolphin fall in love with her, so she jerked him off. What? <laughs> What? I'm sure some Wait, of the listeners. A Wait, I'm sure. Where's, where's, where is the penis? They, 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 the... they do have a. They do have one that comes out. It's like you need to look this up. I saw this story. What? I saw. A story. I'm sure there's some listeners. My right life now. is flashing before my eyes. Drag it faster, <laughs> quicker. You just had a near death experience. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Every orgasm is a near-death experience. There is a reason why a it's light. called a le petit moi or something like that in French, which means the little death, which is what they call an orgasm. I just assumed it was because I feel slightly sad afterwards because I've expelled something. I feel like women feel sad because they've just had to go through that. Oh, no, in my experience, I've done okay, I think. To <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you set me up for it. I just knocked it down. What do you want me to tell you? No, but the the between, the petite moi, the little death, that's yeah. what the French, that's what it's called in France. Because it comes out and you've had a good time and then it, now it's over and you've got to rebuild again. Also, that's your life is. flashes before your eyes when you realise, did the condom break? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Or... No, no, actually. No, 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 no. We, go we, we're going, we're, we're going off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well. We have reached a consensus, though. On what? Near death. Oh, hang on. What's, what's the consensus before I... Uh... You have to have consciousness. Oh, if you didn't know this now, if we disagree a lot, I play bobcat sounds, and I mean the actual animal, and... It's low growling and a little bit terrifying, actually. But we're not going to hear it this week, maybe. So No. Seems like we're actually agreeing. <laughs> yeah. What are we, what are we agreeing on? <laughs> I've completely... <laughs> <laughs> um, we're agreeing because it come up in the dolphin conversation that to have a near-death experience, we both agreed you'd have to have consciousness. Oh, no, yeah, I can go with that. Yeah, okay. Mm. Right. Let's play it. Let's do it. You missed that, didn't you? Yeah. 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 Quick. Yeah, I got, got excited here and now. It's all. Well, I'm glad. Yeah, that's why I brought it. 
Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Now we've the got to actual... disagree on something so you can hear the bobcat. Oh, okay. Um, ghosts are real. No, no, no. I'm not going back to that. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for the bobcat. <laughs> Oh, well, I think that's it then, isn't it? I think, to be honest. Yeah. we. But hang on, before we do that. Mm. So if you have to have consciousness, well, we can't really explain what that is. But if we're to guess, like, it's something within your mind that notices your mind's alive. Yeah. Right. Okay. But my next question to that is, well, what notices the consciousness is there then? Oh, God. I know. It's like, yeah, it's like the Boltzmann brain. Have you heard of that? No, no. You, you don't. That? You don't want to, to be honest. Go on. It's almost like when, like, a couple of physicists get together and they just overthink something and mm-hmm. they get into a crisis, and it's like got no bearing on anything. That's like basic. Okay, I'm gonna explain this really badly. Okay. Because I can. It was. It's really complicated. Basically, when the black hole just sucks everything up at the end of time or whenever it is, mm. and it every now and again, like if you. They explained it that if you flipped a coin 10 times, one of those times, or was it 100 times or whatever, one of those times, something there's a chance that something might come out and escape the black hole. That's the way they put it. I think I'm getting this right. But most of the times that something escapes, it will produce a world where like, there's like brainless people, essentially. So us now. Well, <laughs> <laughs> most of the time that's going to happen. And then it's like, you're experiencing life through that. Oh, I think it's something like that. Basically, it's when someone overthinks something too much and they come up with a theory like that. That's the way I always saw it. But So that's consciousness. You're just floating through a black hole and you don't realise it. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm not going to go to work now. Nothing means nothing anymore. <laughs> I'm not saying it's true, but like... It, it. I don't know. I think personally, it's where it. The trouble with stuff like that is you're trying to describe a why, which is the theatre of life, with a how. And I don't, yeah. well, you know, and I don't think it's necessarily the same thing, is it? No. I think that's the problem with it. Now deep in thought. Yeah. <laughs> you're giving me a lot to think about. Sorry. Actually, yeah. today. <laughs> no, no, it's good. But yeah, so I, I don't think we know what consciousness is, but I think if we're going to have to nail it down a little bit you'd have to say that it has to exist outside of what you are Mm. right yeah yeah i think that's the problem with it because you can't evidence that anywhere but that's the only way it can exist because even if it's inside you it's still something else that's noticing you so you're connected to it you just don't know how yeah so when you have a near-death experience perhaps it could be that you're entering what to what you're connected to whatever that could be. Oh. Yeah. That's a good way of thinking about it, actually. I think it's the only way you can think about it, yeah. to be honest. Unless you want to sit there and say, no, no, nothing. Nothing Very exists. Surreal. Nothing. Everything's no. a lie. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> but that's the only thing I can come up with where I think that it could be. Yeah, I agree. I like that. Yeah? Yeah. I think that's a good way to end it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hello. Well, I think we've done it. I think that's, oh, that's oh, near-death oh, You experience. think we've done it? I think we've yeah. done it. We've achieved we, near-death experience. We've <laughs> achieved enlightenment. 100% achievement. I am now Astral Warrior 101. Yeah? Yeah, I'm going to write it a book. It sounds like you should be in a Terminator movie, actually. <laughs> <laughs> going to write a book and 
charge £30 for it. <laughs> and tried to kill John Connor. <laughs> that too. <laughs> okay, I told you I could do impersonations. Bad ones. Is that how you hear his voice in your head? <laughs> I'm not going yeah. <laughs> to... Get to the chopper. Get to the chopper. <laughs> that was better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I think it's time to end the show. On that bombshell. (laughs) All right. Well, it's been nice having you. It's been nice being here. Yeah. Yeah. I hope everyone enjoyed. Yeah. That wasn't too insufferable. Why do you think you're insufferable? My consciousness told me so. That's worrying. That just sounds like you've like, got a serious mental condition. He told me to kill. <laughs> if you don't hear from Mr. Reds, it's going to be something to do with me. because I literally am red. Yeah, I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Right. right, I'm going to go because I want to get a head start. So. <laughs> Run. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks very much for listening. And we hope that you will come back next time thanks very much bye bye bye